And now that we've known, learned how to create a document, what we need to do is we need to start putting copy or working with text in our documents. Uh, one thing about InDesign, it is a, it's designed to be a multi-document uh, pagination software. So its real strength is working with multiple pages and usually when you have multiple pages, uh, that usually means a lot of copy. So if you're working with InDesign, you're going to be working with a lot of copy. So let's start with the building block of working with all copy in InDesign, and that's the Type Tool. So what I'll do is I'll select the Type Tool out of the Tool Panel, and then you'll notice when you select the Type Tool and you move over your document, your cursor changes. I'm going to zoom, zoom in a bit so I can show you that. And so you'll see there it's kind of the Type Tool. Uh, and it also has these little brackets, dotted brackets around it. And so that indicates to you that you're, that you're set for the type tool. And what you want to do is that you can just click and start typing uh, like so. Well, I guess you can't do that. That's in Illustrator. I'm sorry. So what you want to do is you want to create a text box. Uh, one thing I like to say for first-time InDesign users is that everything in InDesign is set up in boxes. So it's just kind of like setting boxes or bricks to build your layouts. So what we need to do with the type tool selected is just take the type tool and draw a text box. Uh, something new to InDesign CS4 is that you now have the smart cursor which as you draw this object around you're going to see these uh, values that pop up in this shaded window. Uh, let's see if I can show you that. So if you see here this little black window that shows you the width and the heights of the document of the window that you've drawn. So that'll take some getting used to. If you don't like that feature, if you're an old CS3 user, what you can do is go to InDesign Preferences Interface and turn off this button here, Cursor Options, and sh turn off Show Transformation Values, and that will turn off that smart cursor. I'm going to go ahead and leave that on. So once you've drawn your text box, let me do that again so I can show you the flow here. So I'm going to draw a text box, and as soon as you draw that, you're going to see that cursor location uh, start flashing in there. Now another thing to note too is that the cursor will change once you have a text box. So let me zoom in again. Now you see when I'm in the text box now with the type tool, I don't have those dotted brackets around my cursor, but when I move out, and what's that saying is that if, I, if you see your cursor set up and this looks this way over a text box, it's saying that's clear to start typing in there. So let's go ahead and select in that box. Let me zoom back in, out and start typing. And what we're gonna do is we're gonna say, man bites dog. So, but that's awfully small, and if I have that selected, I can actually see here in my, if you remember, this is the control panel, which is contextual. I can see that I have its Roman times at regular at 12 points with a 14.4 point letting. Now, this is when we're in the paragraph formatting control. There's also the character formatting control, which I believe may be default in the labs. So if I select this button, it's still the type tool, but it moves
moves all the character styles down to the left and this is usually what you'll kind of have set up as uh, I see people regularly working in the character formatting controls as opposed to the paragraph ones so we'll select the character control and say that 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 font size is too small and this is really just like working in Word you should be familiar with this is that say if we don't like times we could scroll down or find another font that we like let's say I want to pick Myriad Pro and let's do Myriad Pro regular and I don't want it at 12 points I'm gonna make it be at 24 or I could just go in there and type in a value I want 22 points actually let's make it 32 points and I can adjust the letting up and down using these down arrow up arrows now you can't really see the letting being adjusted because I only have one row of letting so I'm gonna set that back to auto and then we have different buttons if I want to align center I can do that or right justify or left justify I can make it all caps I can superscript it lower subscript it I can make it turn all that off I can make it small caps underline line through so these are all different settings and then you have other ones here and again using just hovering the cursor over these objects will tell you what they are left indent first line indent and so on and so forth bullets numbered lists so those are different options that are in the control panel for the type tool so now that we know how to make make a text box what we commonly will do is that you'll have another bit of text box so we'll draw another text box and I'm just going to show you how to dummy some things up using the uh, fill with placeholder text so now I've drawn a box and you see it's gone back to that default times 12 regular 14.4 is if I go to type and I go down here with fill with placeholder text it actually fills that text box up which is dummy text lorem ipsum text uh, placeholder text and it just fills up that text box with enough text to uh, fill up the text box that I drew so you could do it this way and I'd recommend it this way at first when you're working uh, with multiple uh, different formats of type is that to have separate text boxes when you're first working with InDesign uh, until you feel comfortable as opposed to say taking this text box open it up hitting return reformatting that to times and setting this back to 12 and 14.4 and then filling with placeholder text because there's letting issues that are uh, that you have to learn how to sort out in InDesign I just recommend it's best for any change in formatting you do. I'm just Apple Zine or Command Zine or Control Z on a PC to undo that to get back to where I have one size of type, say in this case a headline and then the body text, uh, just to keep those in separate boxes. Now I will show you how to use object styles and paragraph styles and character styles in a bit, uh, which in that case you you will have one box, but that is kind of more of advanced uh, technique and I really only show you the paragraph styles and the character styles and the object styles to show you the power of InDesign and kind of point you on the road to kind of really truly using the strength of what InDesign was designed to do.
So that's how you do that. A little bit of other things about the text box. One thing that you'll bump into when you're first using InDesign a lot is that you'll have some copy that you type in or place and you drew a box and you'll start seeing this red docs. And what's that saying is that there's overflow text. In other words, overflow text means that there's text in this text box or text frame that goes beyond. So there's something that's not showing. There's copy in here that does is too big or overflows the space of this text box. And what you'll see people do sometimes is that they'll click this and then they'll get this loaded into their cursor and they don't know what to do. And they'll kind of click somewhere and then they'll have this other text box. So what's actually happening is that this overflow, and you'll see the red box disappears, has now been spilled over into this other text box. And this is a pretty handy uh, feature for all types of things. Uh, sometimes I see designers use it in different ways. Uh, sometimes they'll have multi-column spreads and they'll actually thread these columns across the pages like this. It's not quite what uh, the, the overflow was designed to do, to have single columns threaded through like that, but you'll see people do it. And what, I'll, what, I'll, what I'm going to show you here is what happens if I adjust this box, that box gets smaller, and then I could create overflow in that box too, and then I could click on that cursor and get the overflow text and load it in. And of course, you just with the black selection tool, I'm just adjusting these text boxes. And yeah, so we we'll might as well go ahead and do that. So as I'm adjusting these boxes, I'm using the black cursor. We'll talk more about the selection tool to do this. But with the selection tool, I'm just grabbing these anchor points, either the side anchor points or the corner anchor points, and resizing these text boxes as I need them. Now what's happening when we use this text flow uh, is that the text that's in one box has been flowed to another box and then flowed to another box. And you can take a look at that if you go to show text threads. And if you're someone who works a lot with these uh, breaking columns of these text boxes uh, into separate text boxes, it's a good habit to turn on the show text threads. So if someone comes behind you and sees your document, then kind of intuitively or visually see what you've done with your layout. So if you wanted to get rid of that, you would just select it with the selection tool, the black cursor, and just delete it. And you see now we have overflow again. So you could just open that up or you could just delete it. Select the original text box, drag it back out. And you see that it's telling us that we have errors. This is new in InDesign CS4. It actually gives you pre-flight errors down here the bottom of your document window and what that error is it's telling us that we have some overflow text you may have seen that in some newspapers at times where a story just abruptly ends so what happened is that their text box for the is not uh, big enough for the copy that they have in it and the story just abruptly ends uh, they didn't clearly get their version of the error and whatever software they're using whether it's CCI or whatever huge pagination content management system that newspapers or magazines might use so one other thing is you, I said that you see people build those text threads to create multi-columns. It's really easy in InDesign to avoid that sort of strategy for creating columns uh, when you can just simply just select that box up here now with the selection tool selected. 
you'll see here the number of columns. So I can just select that and change it to three. And now I have three columns set up on my object and I don't need to worry about text threads. And if I need to move something around, I don't have to move all those little text boxes around. It's just one text box group together. So that's an introduction to using the type tool. And it really is just like manipulating type as aside from just moving the, the text frames around. It's just like using Word where I can just select a font, change its size, adjust its characteristics. And so it's just like any other uh, Word processing document, the way that the, you set up type in those documents. In the next tutorial, I will show you how to place copy that you've already prepared into an InDesign document and this can really speed the workflow along especially when you're working in classes.